0: Hello and welcome to Top Fives, the show of everything Top Fives, presented by the Sex Effects. I'm Joey Parati. And I'm Sean Day. And today we will not be doing a Top Fives, because I lied in the intro. This is not a show of everything Top Fives. Today is a show of everything Batman v. Superman. Uh, we gotta talk about it. You know, yes. it's it's a movie that, whether good, bad, love it, hate it, you have to talk about it. And, um, and that's what we're gonna do today. Uh, but before we get to that... Shani, how the fuck are you, sir?
1: Oh, great, man. I, uh, just woke up with a little cold this morning. Had a couple drinks last night after work, so... Oh, yeah, it's a cold. Just, uh... <laughs> but feeling, been feeling pretty good. I, I am, uh... I wouldn't say fresh off the boat for Batman v Superman. I think it's been out for the last couple of days, and I saw it... I think it was, uh... I think a week from tomorrow, I, I would say. Yeah, yeah, I saw it Thursday as well. So, Thursday, uh... 6 p six thirty 30 pm which is uh i feel like it's crazy like these it used to be like midnight releases right yeah and now dude there they, i don't know if it was um over in um in monterey with you guys but did they have any showings on wednesday night not wednesday cool? i didn't
0: see any for wednesday i know there were the special screenings for fans that saw um when they released the trailer in imax which is just stupid um but those yeah. fans got to see it on tuesday So like Danny saw it on Tuesday. Somebody had tickets and invited him. And um, Ah. but yeah, I saw it 6 p.m. uh, last Thursday. So I've had time to really process and and think about it. Um, Yeah,
1: same here, dude. But uh, because there's a lot to think about. But yeah, I didn't get to say how are you doing today. I'm doing
0: all right, sir. I've got the week off and uh, been writing. And yeah.
1: So that's. Oh, how did your interview go the other day?
0: Oh, um, it was intense, man. So there's a there's a panel of uh, three interviewers, and um, just firing questions one after the other. But I think it went fairly well. Um, I got there 20 minutes before my interview was set to begin, and they took me right away, and I was out before my scheduled interview. So oh, crap. That was that's <laughs> pretty good. Um, but yeah, so we'll see what happens. They're gonna let me know within two weeks. How cool. how it all went, yeah. So, dude, good luck, man. Thank you very much. I really I appreciate it. I'll need it.
1: So. <laughs> well, man, Batman v Superman. Batman so, v
0: fucking Superman. I don't know where the fuck to begin with this movie. I
1: I don't know either, dude. I mean, okay, how about this? Let's start with our our general, I guess, impression of the film, and then maybe we can get all a little nitty gritty on parts that we. May or may not have liked, and stuff that we, I guess, find redeeming about the movie in some way.
0: See, I would, so. I would suggest that we <laughs> we start with what we liked because <laughs> I think that's going to take up oh maybe thirty seconds, at least okay. for me. All right, but uh, all right. no, no, well, let's, you're let's right. Let's go. Let's go. General impressions. Um, um, you start. You you go ahead, man. Um, well, I okay. I walked into the movie, having you know seen all the trailers. Um, like I said, Danny had seen it the night before. He was texting me. So, for about 12 hours, my blood was boiling, and I was ready to hate this fucking movie. Like, I had already... I was one of those assholes who had already started writing what they were going to write about it uh, before I saw it. And then I saw it, and I'm walking out, and there's nothing I could write. One, I didn't know where to start. But two, I felt nothing. You know? I wasn't fucking boiling angry. Um, I didn't like it. I didn't love it. I just found it boring and dull. And... (laughs) not memorable yeah. in any any way and that's not that's worse almost you know Yo. yeah of course um but overall it's very nonsensical and you know people be like it's a fucking comic book movie well no story and plot have a structure and a logic to them and this movie has none of that um the characters don't act in any logical way um it just doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense and it's not memorable though those are my initial
1: yeah how about you i think I... I think I remember we talked uh, via text, uh, motivation, I think, for, like, the character. Yeah, kind of big thing. time. And, um, yeah, I did feel like the first half was kind of jumbled a little bit. And um, and I know they're trying to, you know, set up the whole, like, you know, from... Uh, which I I think I fi- found the... Um, I kind of liked the whole, like, beginning sequence where it was from Bruce Wayne's perspective. Yeah, that of was Metropolis nicely shot, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, but as far as the general impression of the film, yeah, I thought it was a little jumbled a little bit. Um, two and a half hour movie, I know they had to cut, you know, apparently they have the three hour cut somewhere out there <laughs> that they're going to release and make more money off of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just feel like it's, uh, yeah, it's for two and a half hours, man. I, I was expecting a little bit more. Um, you know, of course, all the action near the like back half of the film was pretty crazy and um, very visual and kind of a taste of what, you know, the Justice League might be. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I just didn't find a lot of motivation in a lot of the characters. Uh, Lex Luthor's character, <laughs> I mean, we'll talk, we'll talk about that and, like, what you kind of think his, like, overall plan was or if he was being pushed by He didn't have a plan. Some, there was no yeah. fucking plan in
0: place. This is just...
1: Um. So, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I... I <laughs> I don't know what to, to think. I, you know, I did rewatch *Man of Steel*, and I actually enjoyed it a lot more the second time around, um, just seeing it again. Because I, I think I only saw it once when it actually came out, like on DVD or Blu-ray. And um, yeah,
0: I rented it, it a couple weeks ago and rewatched it, and it holds up a lot better than this movie's going to.
1: Yeah. Um, oh yeah, dude. Um, it's a lot sh- a lot stronger because I, I know they they're concentrating more on on. Um, you know, Superman, the character. Um, and I know in this film it's kind of like they're trying to do Bruce Wayne and and then, you know, a little bit of Superman. But uh, I don't know, man. It's just like, I feel like, and it's weird because usually I, you know, I try to read critical reviews and, you know, do the Rotten Tomatoes thing. And I generally try not to take those... Um, to heart? Those, yeah, take those to heart and just kind of go inside a movie with an open mind. And then, you know, later, you know, read the reviews and see if anything matches up to what I was thinking. Um, and I've kind of pushed to the side of the, um, of the critics as far as sloppy editing and pasting of the film is a little, a little dull. So. Well, here's the thing about critics. I mean, we're all critics, you know? Like yeah. Critics are just people that
0: actually have a space and a column to write about what they think. Um, yeah. These fanboys, because I, I follow a lot of people who like post Batman art on Instagram and shit like that. And these guys are just like, it was amazing. They don't know what they're talking about. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, don't judge. You have to judge a movie as a movie. As a yeah. movie, this does not work. Right? As a character, yeah. Batman is so far from a, from his character that if you're a true fan, I don't understand how you can accept this or enjoy this. Um, Yeah, yeah. Even Superman. You know that I don't like Superman. This movie (laughs) made me like Superman, not because I like him in this movie. I think he's a piece of shit in this fucking movie. (laughs) But because it made me reexamine, okay, I've always liked the dynamic, the night and day, you know, the Boy Scout versus the dude who will do anything to get what he needs. The reason Superman works and what I think Zack Snyder has absolutely no fucking clue of is that, yeah, Superman is an alien, but what makes him interesting is that despite that, he's the most human of all of us. He's the yeah. most compassionate. And you don't see that at all in this movie. He mopes around and is like, I don't know if people need me. I don't know if people like me. You don't do it because people <laughs> like you. You do it because it's the right thing to do. And yeah. it's it's completely lost. It's completely lost in this movie.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. Damn. As, I mean as far as the like I know there was like a couple of those scenes where you know like he was saving a couple people and I, I felt like I wanted more of that. You know what I mean? Where he's saving the people oh, yeah. on the rooftop when the you know when the uh, the floodings were going and then he went to
0: Do they even um, show him save anyone though? They show him show up.
1: But yeah, I don't they think they even
0: up. show him saving anyone.
1: Yeah. Like, and the, it's like
0: the day of the dead parade, right? When he when they're yeah, like yeah, the girls yeah. trapped, you don't see him save her. You see him you know, flying away from it with her in his arms and then everyone you know, tries to grab him like he's a god. I want to see him fucking throw in a roof, you know, open so that he can get to this trapped person and, like, make sure they're okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. <sighs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> well, okay, let's... What did you like about this movie?
1: Uh, I mean, I mean, there's... There's a couple... Oh, so, you know, the beginning sequence... Um, I know the uh, the Batman, uh, the, the murdering of his family origin story. I thought that was very interesting because they decided to put that in the uh, front end of the credits. Yeah. Instead of going through like a whole, you know, the whole origin story over again. Um, which I thought was um, a good way to use that, you know, if you're trying to reintroduce Batman. Even though everyone knows pretty much the that how that happened with his family and everything. Yeah. Um, I, I've, I haven't read the comics, but I've been told it's close to, is it Frank Miller's?
0: It's close. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's very close. Dark Knight Returns.
1: Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. So I, I thought that was pretty, pretty interesting. And um, I was kind of flipping out when I was like, why is, uh, why is young Bruce Wayne like floating with these bats oh right now? Oh my God, that was And then they go, stupid. oh shit. <laughs> <yeah."> <laughs> and then it's like, okay, it's a dream. All right. I was like, what was going on here? One of, like,
0: eight fucking dream sequences in this
1: goddamn movie. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I felt like the beginning was great as far as uh, setting up Bruce's character. Um, I guess his reasoning for, you know, hating Superman, you know, the destruction of these buildings. And, you know, his, his uh, you know, his, not coworkers, but, you know, the people under his company. Sh- seeing them, some of the people suffering and trying to save them. I thought that was pretty redeeming and um, great because we don't see Batman from the get-go. It's it's Bruce Wayne that we see, which is cool. Yeah. Um, so I really like that. And, of course, you know, Ben Affleck as Batman, I can attest that I really liked his rendition of Batman. Certain certain things, as far as the character of Batman, I wish they could have changed, and I know we'll probably discuss that oh, we will. later on. But, you know, as far as him playing the Bat, um, I really enjoyed it. Um, the Bruce Wayne character. I really liked, um, you know, Alfred's character. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, Jeremy Irons. Uh, his, you know, his... He was kind of like a little bit more into the battle. You know, he was kind of helping him out with his intel and everything. So I thought that was really cool. Um, so most of the stuff with Batman and, and kind of like his his role in the film. Um, what else, man? Ugh, it's It's tough. I mean... I love the visual stuff at the end. I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, the, the whole battle at the end was pretty crazy. And you know, th- that's the only thing I can give Zack Snyder is he can visually put some of that stuff together. But I feel like my negative will be, you know, I don't know if he can put that story and and character into a lot of these visuals that we're seeing. So yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I just thought. I don't know, man. It's 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 a lo- it's pretty jumbled. I did like the the flash like crazy scene where he just pops out of nowhere. That was fucking it's like, weird. Yeah, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on right now?" And it's like, "Yeah, we're gonna find you." And I like, I, I was trying to figure out like who it was because he was wearing this like crazy suit. He was wearing like an armor over the flash suit, is what I took from yeah. it, right? Yeah. So, um, and I thought that was kind of an aspect I liked about the film is like, okay, you know, I know they're trying to do the Justice League, and I'm a huge fan of the the Flash. TV show, and you know we've talked about it on, the, on the podcast, and kind of wish uh, is it Grant Grant Gustin? Grant, Grant Gustin. Gustin, yeah. I, I kind of wish he was the one to play Flash because that Flash is like burned into my mind, and I really love how he plays it on the TV show. Same, yeah. Um, and but we'll see how this um, uh, the other actor does, and uh, but yeah, I I like those little curious things. I mean, there's a you know, a lot of negatives on how they are trying to push the other Justice League members in th- that I had. But, um, as far as the positives, I just Bruce Wayne, Batman, Ben Affleck, Baffleck, <laughs> and, um, and just some, you know, some of those action scenes at the end were, were pretty interesting, and, you know, you know, it's like Superman is somewhat of a god, and, you know, they're trying to bring this grand scale to the, this, uh, kind of comic book franchise for DC Comics, and, um, you know, it's, it felt like a comic book, you know, film at the end, um, but it just felt like a jumbled soap opera in the uh, first half. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, man, what, what, like, I mean, any other likes for you, man? Any, we, you know, I mean, yeah, I
0: think, you know, the very first 10 minutes or so is the most Batman thing Ben Affleck does is when he's running into the rubble and he, you know, saves that little girl and he hugs her. Like if he was in the, oh, yeah. if, if he was in the fucking costume, dude, hands-down, favorite Batman moment ever. Like, that is Batman, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. I don't need to see the Waynes dying again. I thought it was artfully shot. Um, and then, like, the shit, like, I don't necessarily like the scene where they find the kryptonite in the Indian Ocean, but I thought that was beautifully shot. Yeah. Um, so for, like, 10, 15 minutes, I like the way the camera moves. And then, for the rest of the movie, it's like they just stopped – Going, hey, let's be innovative with the camera and just kind of. It became very boring and and static. And then um, in the last five minutes, after the big, you know, spoiler, obviously, uh, after you know, during the like the funeral scene and everything, I thought that was all artfully shot. I didn't need to see the shell from the cannon drop to the ground in slow mo because (laughs) fuck you. Um, But (laughs) but yeah, it looked it looked good. I liked the way they shot the casket. I don't know if that's just. You know the type of lens they were using, or, or what? But I thought it yeah. was well shot. I didn't need to see the fucking dirt rising off the casket. But you know all that shit. I th- I was in my head. I was like, okay, I like, I like the visual of this. But for the middle of the movie, it felt very uh, lazily shot. But the yeah. front end and the back end, I thought were, were well shot. I don't I don't I disagree with you. I I don't like the action uh, sequences near the end with Doomsday. Um, oh yeah. I just I don't like CGI, and oh gotcha. It was just. Nothing had any weight to it, you know? And I don't like action in general. Like, the action for me has to tell us something either about the characters or serve the story in some way. And because the characters were doing so many illogical things in the action, it it took me out of it. Um, And I just don't don't think it... I thought it looked really cheap, to be honest. Um, You know, a lot of people really liked Wonder Woman's theme, and when we were walking back from the theater, Christine was like, when I heard it, I kind of liked it. But then I thought, is this timeless? <laughs> if it's <like> it's, <laughs> it, it sounded like a bad 80s you know, yeah, well, the guitar. rock kind of <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I thought Ben Affleck is a good Bruce Wayne. I, uh, he carries a certain gravitas and um, the kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? I don't know, he's just very like, I don't know what word I'm looking for. He has something that Christian Bale never had. Christian Bale was always kind of like the Tobey Maguire uh, <laughs> of Batman. Like, you know, I'm full of self-doubt and all this shit. Yeah. And Ben Affleck, when he says something as Bruce Wayne, you're like, okay, he means it and he believes in it. You know, where yeah. the where Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne is kind of like, am I doing this right? Am I this for death because <laughs> of me? And, you know, and it, like that never felt like Bruce Wayne to me. So um, I liked yeah. his Bruce Wayne. I don't understand why we finally have a Batman that looks like Batman but behaves nothing like the fucking character. Oh, like man, it yeah. just boggles the fucking mind. Um, <laughs> and it, it really, it makes me sad that so many people are online or, Like, uh, well, you know, I don't care that Batman kills in this movie uh, because he's more world-weary. It's like, okay, shut the fuck up, one. Um, Two, Zack Snyder was interviewed about, like, oh, how do you justify your Batman killing? And he goes, well, there's this scene in The Dark Knight Returns where he pops a guy right between the eyes. That doesn't happen. That literally does (laughs) not happen. He shoots the dude in the shoulder. The whole book leads up to this one moment where Batman thinks about crossing the line and taking a life, yeah. and it's the Joker's, right? He fucking yeah. snaps the Joker's neck, but he doesn't kill him. He doesn't, he doesn't finish the job. Him. The Joker taunts him. He's like, you didn't even have the nerve to kill me, and he starts laughing and finishes twisting his own neck and kills himself. Like, yeah. as even as close as he comes, as brutal as he is in that book, he never kills He never fucking kills. And to use that as your justification. Now, yeah, Batman killed in his very, very early appearances for maybe less than a year. Because the creators were still figuring out this character. Yeah, he did, you know, rock around with guns and shit like that. But that was quickly, quickly dispelled. And whether it was an editorial decision or not, like that hasn't been part of the character for 75 years. And what's more interesting is Snyder was like, yeah, there's this video online showing all the other Batman movies where Batman kills, and it's like that's your fucking, de- you know, stand by your by your decision as a filmmaker. Don't be like, well, they did it, and he yeah. he claims that um, you know the whole no killing thing comes out of the Tim Burton movies, which no, really? Tim Burton's Batman killed all the time. He killed. He has like seventeen or eighteen kills. In Batman eighty nine alone, he sets a dude <laughs> on fire in, in Batman Returns and straps a bomb to another dude's belt in Batman Returns. Like, it's insane yeah. that this dude is being given almost five hundred million dollars to make these movies.
1: It doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, yeah, that's that's also something we should discuss uh, a little bit later too. Is um, kind of the future of the films and oh yeah you know, yeah. Our, we'll, I guess our definitely our opinion on Zack Snyder and if he should continue the. Uh, and, you know the franchise in some ways. So.
0: Well, I mean, he's geared up to make Justice League. They're they're going to start filming in A- on April 11th. Awesome, well, um, soon. Yeah, so they're they're way into pre production. They're gearing up. So I don't think they're going to take take it away from him. But I don't see how they're going to let him make Justice League Part Two or any yeah. of the others. I you know <laughs> I just don't get yeah. it, man.
1: I mean that that is that is one thing that that tick, you know take me off for you know this this film is you know uh I mean that whole uh, car chase uh, the batmobile car chase scene which I thought was kind of pointless in some way Oh it was um, extremely pointless. He
0: put a tracker
1: but, yeah.
0: on their their truck and then chase them like d- why?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cause a scene. <laughs> but uh I mean yeah just like machine guns popping out I mean it's cool to look at and you know it's you know but it's like machine guns in the batmobile like shooting and destroying Bunch of shit dragging cars and i don't know man. blowing
0: people up like those dudes are melting uh, yeah. they're it's like raiders of the lost ark type shit uh um, yeah
1: yeah i mean i, I can I, I know they're going to be doing you know a bat probably a batman solo film and hopefully directed by ben affleck yeah um and if i guess they can redeem it if they can find a way because i know we we got an older batman an aged batman who's, uh, you know, obviously lost um, some people along the way. And, um, and you know, I don't, I don't want to say that's going to justify him killing, but, you know, maybe there is something that they can tell in the Batman solo films that can uh, kind of justify his, his actions as far as going a little aggressive and, you know, branding people and all that shit. So. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: and here's the, here's the thing about that is, um, you know, Batman killing people. Which I don't ever want to see, but if it has to be done, if you have to have it in your movie for some unknown fucking reason, yeah. it has to be a character moment. It has to there there has to be a line in the sand moment where he makes the decision to cross that line. Man of Steel has that moment. You know, everyone got up in arms about he fucking snapped Zod's neck. Like I don't really care about Superman, so I was less, you know, involved in that discussion. But at least that was a character-defining moment. You know, he yeah. made the decision oh, yeah. and he screamed. You could see that it affected him. I guess because um, he's making out with Lois three seconds later. But <laughs> but I mean, it it meant something when Batman is shooting these guys with the Batmobile. When he's shooting them with the Batplane. When he's throwing a grenade and blowing a couple dudes up, or shooting the flamethrower tank and blowing a room full of guys up. That's not. A moment. That's not a character moment. That's just like ripped out of some '80s action movie starring fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. So that you can be like, "Oh, bro, isn't this tight, bro?" Like, Zack Snyder is the ultimate bro director, and Bruh. the fact that he claims to be a comic book guy and you know really loves the source material is so offensive. I think uh, because yeah. it's so clear that he has no fucking clue what these characters mean or stand for. So.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um I, I forgot to say in my likes, I did like that uh that whole warehouse scene where he's trying to save Martha. Um Yeah, he fights really it, well. He yeah, the he way fights, he moves. Yeah. Remind me of like the Arkham uh Arkham Asylum, Arkham City games. Absolutely. You
0: know? Yeah, very much so. But uh, again, that's the scene where he blows
1: a bunch of motherfuckers up, so it was like yeah. I can't even enjoy <laughs> that. You know? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I, I don't know, man, it's, it's, if, if I can see some sort of way of like, you know, seeing how he got to that mentality in the solo Batman films and, you know, I'll be happy as, as far as, you know, I just, I just want to see, I need need them to develop that Batman character a little bit more and I want to, I want to see why he got to that, to that mentality and and edginess. So, well, um, have
0: you did you watch uh, Daredevil season two yet?
1: Okay, so it's funny enough, I was actually watching it before we podcast. Okay. That's why I, I woke up and I like uh, I started watching and I was like, oh shit, we got a podcast soon, so I took a shower. What uh, What episode yeah. are you on? I am, I think, a little over halfway done, so okay. I'm on like seven or eight. So you, it's, uh, you've you seen the episode
0: where he's got Daredevil chained up and yeah, they're and, fucking, for 45 fucking minutes, they're just talking about their principles and their beliefs and you know their moral code. Yeah. That is what I w- fucking wanted to see in this movie. That Dude, is what I, should have been in this movie, and I, to- I totally agree with you, Man, anywhere, I, wasn't wasn't yeah. anywhere in there.
1: Um, and I hate to—it's like you hate to like uh, to compare it to say like a Marvel TV show or whatnot. And I know TV television, you know, they have even though Daredevil is what like thirteen, thirteen episodes. Yeah, yeah, I, I know they have a longer span of you know being able to to uh to dive into those types of themes and and those you know those character conversations but that's what i was expecting you know it's like batman v superman and we i know we'll talk about like the trailers and how um you know that kind of gave away most of the film (laughs) oh
0: my god every scene in this movie had a
1: part in the trailer and it's like i know we were getting to the justice league and you know the three of them teaming up at the end and um, but I, I, really wanted that scene where they were, you know, confronting each other and, 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 you know, confronting their ideals, yeah. you know, what Superman believes in and what Batman believes in and how they're butting heads and, um, and not, you know, not to compare it to Daredevil, but, you know, like I, you know, I felt like the Punisher, Frank Castle and, and, and Daredevil, you know, Matt Murdock, like, you know, that, that scene where they're on the roof, like it, it. It definitely, you know, gave us an idea of where they're coming from as far as what's the Punisher's motivation and what's the Daredevil's motivation, and how their ideals bash. You know, even though they're going for the same thing, um, you know, you know, the Daredevil doesn't, you know, he doesn't have that mentality as far as killing them. And as a viewer, and, uh, you can
0: agree with both of them. You understand oh, yeah, why man. both of them. And this movie, you there's no motivation, so you don't understand why they're doing it. You and their motivations or not motivations, but their their code, if you can even call yeah. it that, isn't dissimilar. Like, they're not d- different enough to be, like, light and day. Like, Suitman only operates in the fucking nighttime in this movie and <laughs> the fucking rain with a scowl on his face. It's like, no, that's what Batman <laughs> does. Um, yeah. But, fuck.
1: Yeah, yeah man. Uh, what's that line from Daredevil? You're one more day... You're one more bad day... Uh, you're one bad day saying? away from
0: being me, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, you're one bad
1: day of becoming me. Oh, it's such a good line. Or, or the, um,
0: uh, you know, God, what's he say? Um, you know, if you, uh, if you pull the trigger or not, you know, you're either going to kill this guy or you're killing. If you don't pull the trigger, you're killing a bunch of people by not killing him. And he's like, yeah. Do you ever think about that? He's like, Every time I pull the trigger, you know, something like that. And it's
1: yeah, oh yeah, and it's just I'm act- like, actually. The the episode I just finished, um, it's the one with her in the uh, for Daredevil uh, when they do they start doing the court scenes. Oh yeah, yeah. And you know they're do, you know um, Matt Murdock and and as uh, a Karen, you know they're they're having their you know they're discussing the case and everything, and then she brings up the whole thing about you know maybe Daredevil and and this vigilante, the Punisher, maybe you know maybe they're they're right in their own way to be to be. uh to you know, going after these people, and, and, she, and it seemed like Karen off of that scene together, um, that she was okay with you know Frank Castle murdering these people because they're very you know bad people, and you know you could see you know Matt Murdock you know he he got a little discouraged because he's like well that's not my that's not my thoughts and thinking on it right. so it's it's very interesting that they they, they kind of still bring that throughout the series in Daredevil so and I know it's you know we have a two hour two and a half hour fucking film for Batman v Superman and we could still get that. We could, um, if yeah. You, if you sprinkle those scenes in. If you have that time. and I know they had to cut a lot of the, out of the film, but... Well, there's so know, much that's...
0: shit in this movie that doesn't need to be in there. So many yeah, sub yeah. that don't need to be in there. Um, oh, but yeah, real quick, man. going back to what you are saying about I'm going to spoil just one little thing for you in Daredevil, if you don't Ooh. mind. It's it's oh, tiny. Okay, it's man. very tiny. Um, <laughs> See tiny. But Daredevil and, and Punisher talking and Punisher's like, no, man, they're going to be right back out on the streets. And and Daredevil goes, okay, this one time, and he makes a sign of the cross. He goes, this one time, we'll do it your way. And Punisher goes, oh. no, you don't get it. He goes, if you do it my way, there's no coming back from that. And that's yeah. why when people are like, oh, I hope in a future Ben Affleck movie, they correct that. It's like, there's, but he already killed. There's no coming back from that. Batman oh, yeah, is now yeah. a killer in this universe, and there's there's nothing that you can't retcon it, you know. Um yeah. And that's why I hope they do a prequel. You know, I I hope that yeah. Ben Affleck's Batman, so at le- I can at least enjoy it, knowing that at least he's not killing in this movie, and he hasn't gotten to that point yet.
1: You know. Yeah. Um. That's what well that's what I hope for if they do one if they do those solo Batman films if they can. At least explain or at least go into why he became that type of Batman, um, you know, killing and going crazy and shit like that. (laughs) Well, if if Batman's a killer,
0: he's basically just a really dorky Punisher, right? Like, (laughs) the Punisher's badass because he uses weapons and he kills and he doesn't need a fucking costume. Batman, if he's like, what's the point of him dressing up as a bat to strike fear into criminals if he's just going to go and fucking kill them? It it negates the costume, the tactics, and the character as a whole. Um, So, I don't know. I I know we're spending a lot of time on the whole Batman killing thing, but I just, I can't believe how many people are, like, apologizing and trying to do logic gymnastics to make this okay. (laughs) You know, it's like, I don't know. Did we all suddenly forget? No, this is a big fucking deal this is the main part of the one thing that Batman and Superman always agree on is that they're not going to take innocent lives, and they've both yeah. done this, you know.
1: Okay, it's, it's a core. It's a core character trait. Yes, you know, it's, it's it's something you can't. You know, I mean, I know it's they changed it now with the film, but you know, it's something that you, sh- you should and shouldn't change because that's the core of the character. You know, from the comics, from the other renditions in the movies, and absolutely, and, you know, what we believe is Batman as a character. So. Um, Did you hear about Jimmy Olsen? No. no, man, no. So, okay,
0: in the very beginning of the movie, Lois Lane uh, goes to Africa and is interviewing a terrorist, and really great journalist integrity is, are you a terrorist? <laughs> is her first question. It's like, wow. Um, first of all, okay, I'm not even going to get into... A terrorist doesn't think I, that they're... Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> um, a terrorist believes in what they're doing. They're not going to be like... I don't know. Anyway. Uh, the photographer that's taking the picture and then gets shot in the head. Yes. That's Jimmy Olsen. Superman's oh. pal, Jimmy Olsen. Um, oh, fuck. Is that Zack Snyder confirmed it. He's like, yeah, you know, we couldn't fit him in. So we, we still wanted to have fun with the character. By killing him off. By, by shooting him in the fucking head. Right? <laughs> um jimmy olsen is superman's best pal like they've had he's he's like superman's robin pretty much yeah and that's how you have fun with this uh ah. oh, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> like i'm 26 oh, yeah. years old i should not be this angry about this but at the same time a fucking 50 year old man making this movie shouldn't be like oh that's tight you're gonna be tight if we shot him in the fucking head we dope like no you moron <laughs> Show some fucking nuance. Um,
1: Well, I mean, you know, like growing up with the character, it's, you know, that's what, you know, what we've seen of Batman and what we know of Batman. And, you know, you've read the comics and everything and, and you've seen so many, you know, so many renditions of him through the comics. So it's, you know, it's, it's, it is a kind of a. You know, tug on the cord. You know what I mean? As far as.
0: Absolutely. And even more so than that is going online and seeing all these people be like, you're not a true Batman fan if you didn't like this movie. It's like, hold up. Hold up. I yeah, fucking right? love this character. I love this character before I could even talk. You know? So the <laughs> fact that I'm not a real Batman fan because I didn't like this particular movie is insane. And uh, yeah. someone, maybe it was on the slash film podcast I, I was listening to, compared this to episode one. Because, like, right when episode one came out, everyone was like, it was the best movie. It's the best Star Wars movie ever. Oh, my God, Phantom Manus. And now, years removed, we can be like, oh, what the
1: fuck were we smoking like in that movie? (laughs)
0: You know, I think it's we're going to have a similar, you know.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that's going to happen. And, you know, like, you know, once it comes out, we'll see how this three-hour rendition of it changes. I don't know if it's going to add anything or if it's just going to be... Something that you know doesn't change my opinion on on the movie. I don't, I don't know if they're gonna I don't, if it's that that crucial of an edit. I don't um, see how it can. I mean, even with a half
0: hour extra footage, there's just people do too yeah. many stupid things that don't make any sense. Um What do you think? Of I mean, it? go for it. Oh yeah,
1: go ahead. Uh, I, was, I was gonna say. I mean, w- would you have preferred to see the three hour film if you know if they? If they had it, you know, if they had a choice to put that up. I know this there's a lot of politics with studios and yeah you know, and how, probably why they had to cut it, but
0: Once upon I a mean, time
1: I would have. Yeah. Um, but knowing everything
0: I know now about this movie, there, no. I mean, I, look, I'm gonna say it right now. I'm gonna buy this movie when it comes out because I do wanna see a three hour cut and see how it compares, but yeah, in a movie theater, would I have wanted to waste another half hour? No. <laughs> you know. Absolutely yeah. not. Um but so,
1: what did you think of uh, of Lex Luthor? Um, very very wacky. I I know they they did a different kind of uh, rendition of this character. I I don't know, man. He was. I know he played this like wackiness, and I know that was probably his like, you know, his persona in the public. Yeah. And I you know he's very you know very um enthusiastic and then he gets kinda crazy a little bit and some parts of it I liked you know you you knew he was up to something else but unfortunately the film didn't really tell us what he was really up to and you know I've I've read things online you know it's you know was he pushed by say the dark side villain that they're probably gonna introduce later on in the films and you know maybe that was like you know him being kinda pushed by another outside force to do these things um, but there was no really answer to really what he was trying to, to accomplish, you know, button heads with, you know, uh, Superman and Batman together. and Totally. And, um, you know, you know do, stealing all the kryptonite, kryptonite and, you know, like, what, what was he trying to accomplish? And
0: right, because he, you know, Senator Finch, Holly Hunter, he goes to her to see if he can legally uh, get the kryptonite in, Right. She says no, so he gets it in anyway. He smuggles it in anyway. So why even go that route in the first place? If you're just going to do it anyway, Um, and then we find out, even though there's no moment of revelation with Lex Luthor, we find out he knows who Clark Kent is or who Superman is. Yeah. Like when did when did he find that out? How did he find that out? And then he's sending these notes to Bruce Wayne. So. Does he know that Batman is Bruce Wayne? Because when Batman sees him in the jail cell at the end of the movie, he calls him Batman. He doesn't be like, I know who you are and I'll tell everyone, which if I'm in jail, that's what I would fucking do. You know, like it just, it didn't make any sense. Those moments, those are, like I said, line in the sand moments where this character crosses a line or changes, you know, their knowledge from one thing to another. And that needs to be shown and communicated to the audience. The moment where, um, Superman and Batman are fighting, and he goes, "Bruce, we have to talk about this." It's like you never gave us a moment where Superman realized Batman is Bruce Wayne. To just have him yeah. go, Bruce, it's kind of like, okay, I know he has X-ray vir- vision, and I know blah blah blah, but yeah, give yeah. me that moment. Give me just that character moment of realization.
1: Um, yeah. Oh yeah, and I, I I thought that was one of the weak points of that. You know, I know we we're talking about, you know, we we wish. Batman and Superman had their conversation, yeah, um, to get all you know all that clear and, and you know at least confront each other in some way. But I felt that was you know pretty rushed, you know it. And then you know the whole you know um, damsel in distress, you know pinning uh, Superman's mom and and confront you know Lex Luthor confronting him and saying you know you have to do this in order to save your mother. And that was disgusting. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, that I, was. I, I, I thought they I thought they were, were going to go a different route as far as pitting these two together and you know I thought the fight was great you know between him and the thing that was one of the highlights of the film um, but you know it's yeah I just I, again motivation I, I didn't see a lot of motivation in you know what was Lex Luthor's plan in the end you know what what was he trying to accomplish and, and the only thing I can think of is just some other some other person brainwashing him or, or pushing him to do these things in order to you know start some fires.
0: And if that's the case, um, then it's 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 a failure and it's not good enough because that needs yeah. to be shown in the movie that we're watching. Yeah, um, yeah. So I don't know. Wh- okay, I'm going to try to remember best as I, best as I can. Yeah. Uh, so the Capitol building blows up. Bruce Wayne is getting these notes that say "murdered your family," blah. blah. Um, <laughs> And then all of a sudden, that's when he decides to fight Superman. Does it make any sense? Does he think Superman is sending him these notes? I, I just don't I don't understand it. So he yeah, turns yeah. on the bat signal, and then I think, okay, this is this is the showdown. This is when it, Superman's going to appear in the sky. But no, we cut to Lex Luthor with Lois Lane. He pushes her off the building. Superman saves her. Lex shows him the <laughs> the snuff film pictures of his mom all tied up. Um, yeah, and right. tells him, you got to go fight Batman. You're like, wait, what? Why? <laughs> when have you ever even mentioned Batman in this fucking movie, Lex Luthor? Okay, okay, fine. And then you think, now he's going to go fight Batman. No, we're going to cut to Wonder Woman watching some, tra- some YouTube trailers on her computer for the next three oh, other Justice League movies. Like, are you that, fucking kidding that was- me?
1: Oh, man, that was my number one thing I did not like about how they treated kind of, like, introducing some of those Justice League members. With just, like, shitty, grainy... uh, Oh, man. Well, it's, like, the videos were cool. I mean, I I love, the like, the Flash, like, how they introduced the Flash, and, you know, it was, like, a video of him in a convenience store, and he's, like, zooming around or whatever, and I just thought it was, like, it was just too convenient, like... Oh, yeah. You know, it's, like, I I was actually expecting going into the film to see, like little scenes, um, you know, when they were like trying to fight when they, in the beginning where they found the kryptonite kryptonite in the ocean, um, I was expecting like Aquaman to come out or something. Same, Yeah. You know, same. I, I was expecting these characters to kind of come in via their, their, um, their own scenes. I know flash kind of had one with the, the, the dream and nightmare sequence. And he came in through some sort of time traveling aspect of it. Um, but I just thought it was like kind of a lazy way to introduce the characters via like, A desktop file video. Extremely. And then then Lex Luthor apparently had conveniently created uh, logos logos. for each of the characters. Oh my god.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, like you said, um, that would have been a great place to introduce Aquaman is down in the Indian Ocean, right? Um, That could have happened organically.
1: Um, Yeah, yeah. That's what I was expecting, dude. Like, I was expecting that, you know? Or even The Flash, like, I was expecting, I guess The Flash, he had his moment you know, his interaction with Bruce Wayne, but, um, you know, like cyborg, I thought that was kind of a little, Oh, it looked so cheap. It looks yeah, so yeah. cheap, but I
0: mean, there, there you go again, that could have happened organically. Like Scoot McNary's character, uh, Bruce Wayne finds him in the rubble and he's like, your name is Wally. Right. And I was like, Ooh, what's his badge say? Is he Wally West? Is this going to be, yeah. No, why not make that cyborg? <laughs> Why not have that guy just uh, mutilated, and then he gets him to the, to a doctor and checks up on him later, and he's all decked out, and
1: that's how you get cyborg? But
0: yeah, yeah, like, that could have been a, a something, you know, that could have been you meet more the natural. Character.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, dude, you you meet the character, you have that interaction between them, that you know that shows like hey, you know, they know each other, and they have this kind of. Um, camaraderie in, in some way you know you knowing if they're going to be okay and watching out for each other and that would have been you know a good way to to uh to introduce that character and so i, I yeah I, I thought that scene was um kind of i don't know just I, I was just kind of upset with that scene it's just like it just felt so like okay here's the justice league and
0: well yeah you know. and right and the fact that they stuck it in right before batman and Superman are about to fucking fight you know you you just stop the movie dead in its fucking tracks. If the movie ever had any momentum, you know, it was going to be that moment and they killed it. They just yeah. killed almost all momentum. But um yeah, I and know. then the fight ends because Superman goes, "You're killing Martha. You're going <laughs> to kill Martha." Now, if if somebody was, like, fighting me and my mom was tied up somewhere, I wouldn't go, you're about to kill Kathy. You're about to kill Kathy. I'd be like, my mom's <laughs> going to die. <laughs> you know
1: what I mean? Like, I wouldn't. Yeah.
0: Like, why? <laughs> why?
1: I mean, it, it did hit, like, it did hit me emotionally when they were like, okay, you know. Did it? Both their moms are the same name. Like, I know Bruce Wayne is trying to, like, you know, he, he couldn't save his mom. So he, you know, he found this opportunity to, to help someone else, you know, his, you know, his mother, you know, cause he didn't want to see anyone else die in that way. And I, I thought that was, you know, I mean, it could have been, I, I don't think it could have been, that should have been the, uh, the reason why they, you know, kind of, uh, become agree, friends, come, <laughs> become friends. Yeah. I'm a friend of um, your sons. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I, I mean the, 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 fight was, you know, was, was pretty epic and. But you know, I, I just thought the again the motivation and and you know the the reasoning why they got together and and fight you know to fight fight each other and lose my words yeah. fight each other and yeah man it's just uh, ugh, well the, quite a mess. the whole
0: Martha <laughs> thing too kind of felt like a like a I always get this word wrong but a deus machina which um, as far as I understand it is you know like in Greek plays and stuff when the hero yeah. is at their lowest point when they should overcome. They don't. Gods come down and make everything better. And that was kind of the, the deus machina, whatever you want to say. Um, yeah. In that fight, like, the heroes didn't come to an under- understanding. Nothing changed. You know, they didn't do anything to earn that change. They just He heard a name, and all of a sudden he went from, like, I'm going to stick this fucking spear in your goddamn heart to, oh, <laughs> my God, let me help you. You know, like that's yeah. that wasn't real. That didn't feel authentic or genuine at all. I mean, it didn't yeah. feel real for Batman to be like, I'm gonna fucking stick this in you, motherfucker. Like <laughs> that didn't feel real for one second, but that whole thing, oh my god, your mother's name is Martha too. I didn't know there were it was possible to have two women in the world both named Martha. Let me yeah, let me yeah. let me stop this. You know, it just felt crazy. Yeah.
1: I mean the the only thing I can take out of that is you know, I guess humanizing the Superman character, you know, it's like he has a mother and, you know, he has a girl that really loves him, right? Know, uh, Lois, Lois Lane. And I know probably Batman was just drunk with, you know, so much revenge and, 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 uh, you know, hatred for the Superman character that, you know, brought him to just ignore whatever he was trying to confront him with. And I mean, that's the only thing I could take out of it is, you know, maybe he just saw in that moment, you know, he connect the dots. You know, hey, this guy, you know, has a life here, and he has a family here, and a girlfriend, and and people he cares about, and that's that's the only thing I could really take out of it. If he, in that moment, as far as him deciding, you know, I shouldn't fucking kill Superman right now. I you know, would,
0: so. I would agree with you if Superman actually act acted like a person in this movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. It seems like the Bat is dead. <laughs> once, once, once Zod and the Kryptonians came to Earth. In Man of Steel, all ties to Superman ever being like a person just went out the fucking window. it's like, "Oh, on my Earth we do this." It's like, "Motherfucker, you've never even been to your Earth." You know, like um, <laughs> you grew up here, and you don't get the sense of a person in that suit. Um, yeah, you know, the Superman is such a human. I the first time I ever cried in a comic book, and I hate Superman. You know that I do not like Superman was in a Superman yeah. story. Um, Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale. I forget the name of the story but Superman has a friend like in 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 like high school or something who's suffering from cancer and he he's a dude with all these powers in the world and he can't save he can't his save. friend and like yeah. that's beautiful and heartbreaking and you know shows the empathy and compassion of Superman that you don't get here at all like he he acts like such an outsider and this world doesn't understand me and it's like you didn't even learn about Krypton until you were 33 years old
1: <laughs>
0: in this universe. Like you've had 33 years of being a human being and walking among these people, yet you don't act like them. You don't show them any compa- – you, you know, it seems like such a fucking burden to be Superman. Like yeah, yeah. Whenever, when the courtroom blows up and he's just standing there all emo – <laughs> like I don't like dead bodies. This grosses me out. Like no, dude. Like fucking. Why didn't you hear the ticking of a fucking bomb? or You know something.
1: Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I felt that scene totally misled us from the trailers. I thought that was gonna be a huge court scene, and they're gonna address a lot of that stuff. And all of a sudden, it just became a terrorist attack, and just everyone just dies. A terrorist and,
0: attack with peepee. Yeah. <laughs> a jar of peepee.
1: Yeah, but I I don't know. I mean, I know the the Superman they're giving us, you know, it's it's a little I guess a little early on in his Superman career. So I I know he's still trying to figure out himself, and I mean that's the only reasoning I can think of as far as you know trying to to justify you know you know him killing Zod and you know trying to he's still he's still working out the you know himself and the demons in himself. So yeah, um, I mean I understand I just, what you're yeah. saying. I just I've never yeah. found that. Interesting.
0: That's not what the character is. Is he's not he is, yeah. a person who second guesses himself or is unsure? He he knows what's right and what's wrong, and yeah. he he acts on it. Much like fucking Steve Rogers. Um, oh yeah, you know he Which is, is the, the Steve Rogers yeah. of DC Comics. Like yeah. And if Marvel has shown us anything, it's you can have a hero who is morally old fashioned and make him yeah. work. Oh yeah. And um, you know, and it's clear. It's clear that Zack Snyder has no idea how to make Superman work. I don't think he likes Superman. I don't think he likes him at all. Um, and he, he admitted to killing Superman at the end of this movie because he he didn't know what to do with him. He's like, well, you know, to make Superman move emotionally, it you know, he's a god. It's like, no, dude, he's a fucking human being, like, underneath all of it. He was raised yeah. as a human. He's a human being, and he's like, "Well, I wanted Batman to lead the the Justice League, so we had to kill Superman." It's like, "No, you didn't."
1: <laughs> um, y- yeah, yeah. Which I, I felt that death of Superman. I mean, it totally took. I mean, it totally took me by surprise. And to me, I, I felt like they could have done that later on in the. Uh, in the, I guess the DC uh, universe, as because you know they could have easily not killed him and just oh, had yeah. the three, of, three of them, you know, form the Justice League from there, and and um, I think that but, would have been better. It would have salvaged yeah, some oh, of yeah. this, just yeah, because I, I want more. What I, what I want is more from Superman. I want, I want more of that, you know, that struggle, you know, to find himself and and then, and then, and the weight of, you know people knowing, you know, this alien, you know, is he good or bad or, you know, is he is he the the god that we see or is he helpful and, you know, it needed more weight to it to, oh, yeah. to really to really bring it to me. So
0: Yeah, it didn't um, land emotionally because this the handful of scenes that Superman is in, we don't get an emotional, you know, oh, he's in love with Lois, that's cool. He'll let 20 people get killed, but he'll save her, so he must be a good guy. Um, we never get any connection with him as an audience member. So his yeah. death was completely lacking. Um, yeah. You know, there's, okay, here's a good representation for for Snyder. Like, he, this is Snyder in a nutshell, okay? In Dark Knight Returns, Superman gets hit with a nuke, and much like in the scene in, in BVS where he's hit with a nuke and he becomes all, like, skinny and, like, a skeleton, yeah. you know? He falls back to Earth in the book and he says, Earth, Mother Earth, son, you've 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 nourished me. You've made me strong. Please, Mother, you know, do this for me once again. And he puts a hand on a flower and then you it goes to like a wide shot and he's in this field and all the flowers like die. They've given all their energy to Superman and he's like back. It's a beautiful scene. But in BBS, yeah. he gets hit with a nuke, he's floating in space, and I guess the sun turns or something and it's just, sli- shines its light on him, and all of a sudden he's back. It's like all nuance, and like that scene in the book is about Superman's relationship with Earth and how yeah. much he loves Earth and humanity, and it's just so far removed in this movie. Like,
1: he, yeah. it's, just, it's a complete lack of understanding. So... I mean, uh, the, I mean the one scene that uh, you know I, I liked as far as maybe just adding that conflict to the character and his thinking, you know, of, of saving people. Uh, that scene with uh, Kevin Costner, his you know his father and everything, at the top of the mountain, which I'm I <laughs> trying to figure out how he got there and everything. I mean, he's Superman, but um, you know, I, I did like that scene because you know his. I, I really liked Kevin Costner in the Man of Steel movie, you know, his father and. How he's, you know, he knew that he wasn't from this world, but you know, he he knew he was, you know, great, greater. He had uh, a, a role to play, and he was greater than, you know, most things. And and um, and then, you know, the the reality of like you can't save everyone, and you know, that's what you know. You uh, that little story he told him on the mountain when he's kind of reflecting about the things he, his father told him. Um, you know, I, I like that scene, and I wish I got more of those scenes throughout the, the film. You know, you know him reflecting on the teaching of his father and, and the stuff that his father instilled to him, which I feel like his family was the the perfect bridge, you know, to Earth as far as, you know, um, taking him in and, and realizing that he wasn't from this world, but also treating him like a human being and and um, you know, you know, assimilating him into the uh, into to Earth and yeah, I just uh, I I liked that scene, you know, I just wish I had more of that, you know, throughout it.
0: I feel you. I mean, um, I don't think... Um, I really don't like the Kents in these movies. The Kents have always been, you know, the ones who are like, hey, you're a good person, be a good person. The right thing to do is to save as many people as you can. And literally, in this fucking movie, Ma Kent is like, save him, Clark, or don't. You don't owe anyone a thing. And it's like, "Are you? he owes Earth everything. Uh, yeah. and you know Kevin his death scene in Man of Steel I still think is one of the dumbest fucking things in the entire world Um, and this scene felt like it wanted to be Game of Thrones so bad like this (laughs) this monologue that oh you know but it just felt really I don't know hollow and then you got to be like so is Superman hallucinating can he hallucinate like did he take some shrooms do the shrooms really affect him like they affect regular humans like what (laughs) what is going on (laughs) <laughs> um, so I I don't know that didn't land for me, but I'm I'm probably coming off as a major fucking
1: hater at the moment. Um uh, no worries, man. Everyone has their opinions about the film, and I you I I know you, Joe. You're a huge Batman fan, and and you know I, I'm sure you were, you were uh, you had your your doubts about this movie, and you know it's gonna affect many people different ways as far as their opinion on things, and you know some people co- you know go at it from a comic, you know just love fucking action and. You know i'm I'm really about for a movie to work it needs to have the story it needs to have the uh, the characters the character development yeah in order to make those those things matter and and to to give it weight you know for what their actions are going to be in the in the you know third half or conclusion of the film so um, and that I feel like that's the most important part about movies right it's it's storytelling you know and you have to have a clear concise story to to have the you know the whole thing come across so
0: yeah, um, I we, uh, yeah, I no, I yeah. agree with everything you just said. Um, I don't know. It's it's if there's not a gun going off or something like this, it's like Snyder's bored and disinterested. <laughs> and it's like no, there's shit that you can do that's really interesting with a camera. Watch a fucking movie <laughs> that you didn't make, that some muscle roided freak didn't make, and you know, figure yeah. it out. Um, but yeah, I don't know, I. There was, um, I think, back in... I looked it up, actually. It's Back in 2009, yeah. during uh, the San Diego Comic-Con Watchmen panel, Zack Snyder said that he would love to adapt Dark Knight Returns uh, someday. Yeah. And Frank Miller gave him his blessing. Cut to 2011, I guess, and he gets Superman. Yeah. Right? So it always felt like he never really wanted to make a Superman movie. And I really believe that he took the Superman job knowing that Christopher Nolan was making the last Batman movie in his trilogy so that when yeah. he got around to the sequel, that he could be like, oh, I'm going to do Batman now. And you really – it I think it shows. Like he just seems totally disinterested with Superman. And he's like, oh, this is my version of Batman. This will be tight. And it's just – it's so far off base. I don't understand how – you know, this one thing is on the printed page. I see it, you see it, and then he sees it. And it's like, oh, he's killing people. It's like, what? <laughs> That's not
1: happening. Um, so I, I don't know. Uh, we haven't talked about it yet, but um, what'd you? How'd you feel about the Wonder Woman character? Um, Gal Gadot. I thought she was was great. I I I mean, I guess
0: she didn't do anything in the plot. Okay. Um, and then she's like, "Oh, I'm trying to get a picture back from Lex Luthor." So Batman sends her the picture in an email. I don't know if any of these characters understand how digital photos work, <laughs> but that isn't the the copy that he stole. There's there's still a physical one somewhere, somewhere that yeah. he scanned. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's so stupid. Um, yeah, as if no one uses the internet or email around you know these days, and it's like what. And then when, <laughs> when Bruce Wayne was like, I can share too. I was like, is Batman about to send her a dick pic? What? <laughs> um, but oh, you know, I wish that she had been more consequential to the plot. I, yeah, I yeah. You know, you take her out of the fight at the very end and it wouldn't have changed anything. Um, yeah. Having said that, I thought she was the most enjoyable aspect of that last fight. Everyone keeps oh, yeah, keeps man. talking about that one moment where Doomsday hits her. And she gives this little smirk and goes right back to it. And that's kind of like the only positive thing I can say about that entire fight. is like, yeah, that moment is kind of tight. Um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, I thought, yeah, I, I,
1: I thought she was passable. I thought she was fine. Um, yeah, I, I liked her. She, she had a sense of mystery to her. And I, I know they're going to do the Wonder Woman film. And I, and I hope they uh, dive in a little bit more into her, you know, her origins and character. And I'm sure they'll shed some light on that photo. That they uh, introduced in the uh, in the film. Yeah. So it, it does it does pique my interest as far as I want to see what a Wonder Woman would look like, or Wonder Woman movie would look like, and um, and to further see you know how uh, Gal, is it Gal Gadot? Gal Gadot. I've always said Gadot, uh, but
0: everything I'm hearing lately is Gadot, so.
1: Godot. <laughs> I, I'm very interested to see, because I, I know she hasn't been in a lot of films, and I know this is kind of her biggest film, I, I would say. Yeah, definitely. Right now, so I'm, I'm interested to see her grow in, in that role and, um, and yeah, become the Wonder Woman that we're going to see in the next couple films. Absolutely. So, yeah, man, so I, I really did enjoy her, her presence, and, you know, it was a Batman v Superman movie, so they wanted to try to give, you know, as much screen time to the Bat and, and you know, Clark Kent and they wanted to sprinkle her in there just to kind of get her introduced and you know I, I thought I thought her you know action scene at the end was great, and they had the you know the lasso and everything with her, and I thought that was really f- fucking cool and but that that's um, another
0: thing where it's like why didn't we get a moment like this is the first time we're seeing Wonder Woman on the big screen ever, and you're not gonna pay any moment to her like grabbing her lasso off her hilt and like throwing it around doomsday all of a sudden it cuts and she's got doomsday tied up with her lasso and you're like yeah yeah what what what? like just (laughs) just pay like a couple like instead of sending lois on some fucking backward ass fuck mission to find out where this bullet came from that people are accusing superman of shooting and killing people with like which leads to nowhere. No one ever fucking... You never get a fucking conclusion where do these bullets fucking... You know, you, I think you find out they came from Lex, but it doesn't fucking go anywhere because it's retarded. And, um, like, spend some fucking time developing these characters. So, yeah. uh, uh, so... So many missed opportunities. Like, there's... You could have had a good movie here. Even if you just fucking aped panel for panel... Uh, the world's finest Batman vs Bat- Batman V, Batman Superman adventure, the Bruce Timm, Paul Dini, Alan Burnett, uh, yeah. Rod- Eric Radomski animated feature. It's like 70 minutes long, but you get Lex Luthor, Lois Lane, Batman, Superman, and Joker, and it's dope. I could watch that movie all the fucking time. And it's their first meeting, and they fight in the beginning, and then they join forces and take everyone down, and it's everything you would want. It's everything. It's everything. This should have been, you know. Yeah. Um. So.
1: So let's let's talk about the uh, I guess the future of the, uh, DC universe. Yeah. Um. So we've got what we got. Next film would be. Uh, it's Wonder uh, Woman, I think. Yeah. Or oh, actually, Suicide Squads. Oh right,
0: out. yeah. I always that's like the redheaded fucking stepchild of this universe. Um, <laughs> I think that's yeah, going to be fun. I think it'd be Yeah, cool. I think it's
1: going to be fun. I'm interested to see what the, the tone they're going to go for, because I know they're going to try to keep it in that, you, you know, the, obviously in the same universe, but... It looks fucking it dark,
0: but it looks fun. It looks like it's it looks not fun, taking itself yeah. too seriously.
1: Yeah, so I'm um, interested to see how kind of a big cast is going to work and how they're going to weave those. And I know that's a challenge, right? To have a bigger cast and to try to get everyone, you know, invested in each of those characters in some way or form and... Um <clears throat> I am excited I'm, I'm interested to see Jared Leto's uh, rendition of the Joker. Yeah. And see how that's going to tie in and and you know hopefully maybe if we do this Batman solo film we'll have some sort of Joker Batman uh you know connection there and yeah I'm very very curious to see what they you know how they're going to go about that and how they're going to tie some of these films and maybe use some of the this kind of rogues gallery of of um of uh, villains to maybe sprinkle them into some of the other films.
0: Totally. I mean, so. I'm still not a fan of the the damage tattoo um, <laughs> on Jared Leto's forehead, but I I'm coming yeah. around to uh, to this version. I think the last trailer where he's like in the tux, and um, I, I I really hope it's gonna be cool. I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. I I'm I'm interested, and in, and in the last couple of trailers have been piquing my interest. So yeah, definitely gonna go see it. Um, Was it come out in August? August, yeah. August, yeah. So yeah, so we have that and then we have what, Wonder Woman? Right, and they just released that. a new
0: still of that. Um her and her Amazonian ladies all armored yeah, up. Yeah. Which so looked kinda cool. Um badass. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll see. I I am still I'm really nervous that this is the foundation upon which this is the Saint Peter of the uh <laughs> of the DC universe. This is the rock yeah, upon man. which they build their church, and it is a not a very strong rock, my friends. Um <laughs> So, yeah, man. And then we have what Justice League part one and two. I think part uh, one, and then Flash and Aquaman, oh, and, maybe then part two, and then Cyborg. Okay. I think that's how it's gonna go.
1: Man, well, would you have preferred to just get like I? I would have preferred to do the whole. I mean, I hate to do the comparison again, but Marvel, how they started their universe is introduce those little solo films throughout it absolutely and then kind of lead us to this justice league movie what i think is hilarious
0: is that once avengers hit at the box office every studio was like we gotta have a universe we gotta have a universe we gotta have a universe not one of those studios you know they all said we got to do what marvel's doing we got to do what marvel's doing not one of them did what marvel did though they all jumped right in feet first right into trying to set up and it's like no marvel you didn't if you watch the first Iron Man movie, the only mention of a larger universe is at the credit sequence. If you stayed through the credits and saw Nick Fury say, "Hey, we got to start the Avengers Initiative," you're like, "What the fuck?" I remember yeah, that man. moment in the theater.
1: I'll yeah. never forget that. Being like, blew my fucking mind. And it, it gets you excited. It's it gets you excited for what's to come. And and of course those solo films, you know, with Marvel in the back end. That's like, you know, you're you have those films to get you you know, introduce to the character to build that character and to, to see where they're at. And then eventually when you get to the Avengers, you're invested in those characters. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, I know with DC right now, it's like, they're trying to do all of it kind of shotgun out all at once, you know? And, um, I just wish it's like, okay, we got Batman V Superman and we had this like, Little PowerPoint presentation of the Justice oh, League. Oh God! So it's like you know, I would have preferred to just get you know, a, you know, fucking Flash movie right at the get go. See yeah. where he's coming from, get a little backstory from there, and then when we see the you know that scene where you know Batman wakes up from his nightmare or whatever, um, and then we have the you know the little thing, the interaction with Flash. You know, it's like it would have more, it would make more sense, it would have more context to it. So, and I, I don't know, man. It's gonna be interesting to see how they. You know they're kind of doing it the opposite way, right? They're doing yeah. you know a couple, maybe you know Wonder Woman solo film, and then, well, um, like, did, yeah, did on. no
0: one at Warner Brothers see The Amazing Spider-Man Two? Oh, that yeah, literally right? killed a franchise, literally. And this is worse than that, in my opinion. It's more incoherent. It's more sloppy. It's or sloppier. Um, but it's just like, how the fuck did anyone think this was a good idea when we've seen countless times. That just not work, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Warner yeah, Brothers so. is really, really behind the times. And, and it's – it's. I know that superheroes aren't their first priority because they don't have to be their first priority. Yeah. But if you're going to do this, do it right. Do it fucking right,
1: you know? I, I don't know, man. And if they, if they want to make more money on the, those next couple of films, man. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like everyone's going to go see Batman vs Superman. You know, it's, yeah. it's, we all knew it's going to be a, a, uh, a blockbuster hit. Um, it actually, what, beat like the record for WB's highest grossing film, right? Yeah. I, think, uh, I mean, so I really wanted to
0: vote with my dollar on this one and not go see it in the theater. But yeah, my desire to be part of the conversation uh, won out, you know. And I it's like, no, I have to see this opening day. If I wait and read the spoilers, I'm not going to go see it. I'm not going to feel motivated because I barely felt motivated <laughs> to go see it in the first place. Yeah, so.
1: yeah. Actually, that's one thing I wanted to talk with you about, Joe. It's like um, when you go, go into a film and you're excited about it, something that you're hyped for, uh, you know, do you read the reviews? And then how much does that kind of, um, does that change your opinion on a lot of things? Or do you kind of go into it like just expecting, you know, kind of, go into a movie and just see where it takes you and t- where it takes your opinion on the movie you know how do you usually approach it
0: well I try to avoid if I'm really looking forward to a movie I'll try to avoid any reviews for it um, but I'm on movie websites all day every day so it's you know it's impossible Party. to avoid everything um, yeah for this movie I wasn't excited to see it it's the, probably the first movie maybe ever that I walked in just not looking forward to the experience bummed that I was there you know, just like, let's get it over with, you know. Um, so I when and if I'm feeling that way, if I don't care too much, I'll read reviews and I'll read that. And then I'll, you know, dangerously, because when you're in the movie, you start thinking about those reviews or whatever, and you start looking for those things. And they stand yeah. out a lot more. And I always wonder, oh, if I didn't read that, would that have would I have felt this way or felt that way? But with this one, it's so glaringly obvious you know, you could read, you know, every review or you, you don't have to read every review. You go see this movie and you're going to read something and you're going to go, I completely agree 100% with what they're saying. Because, yeah. you know, everyone being like, oh, it doesn't deserve the 29% of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it does. This movie doesn't make any sense. Like it's movies are there to tell a story. And this yeah. movie does not do that. You know, it's a collection yeah. of poorly constructed scenes strung together in the flimsiest way possible. So,
1: yeah, I have my reservations for, for, um, you know, the next couple of films, but I am going to see him cause you know, I'm very, in, I'm interested to see what they're going to, well, they're going to pull out of this, oh, yeah. this hat of theirs. Um, I'll see him too. Yeah. Cause
0: fuck it, you know, I'm addicted, but
1: yeah, <laughs> I, I just like, it's, it's funny cause you know, we were talking about television and you know, I'm thoroughly enjoying the the flash, you know, TV show right now. And yeah. And, you know, television, it's great because, you know, they have, you know, obviously expanded amount of time to tell stories. But, you know, you, you get really invested in those characters. And, you know, it's, that's what I want from these films. And, um, you know, the the Flash television show, it's, it's probably my favorite television show at the moment. And it's like, I'm curious to see how this new Flash is going to compare to that. And I know a lot of people are going to do that. Um, Did you, you know, watch the uh, Supergirl crossover? I did not. I'm actually catching up. I got to catch up on the the episode before and then the Supergirl episode. I
0: watched it last night. It's just like, I'm so, like, I just enjoy the company of Barry Allen. Um, Oh, yeah. You know, and um, Kevin Smith was saying, you know, the Flash TV show, if an episode doesn't have heart, humor, and spectacle, they don't make it. And... Like, I don't... I, that should be the recipe for, for all of these movies. Um, oh, yeah, man. Because yeah, definitely. Because as much as I enjoyed Ben Affleck in the role, that's not a Batman that makes me feel good, you know? Um, Superman, like, I know they didn't give Henry Cavill much to work with, but he didn't bring hardly anything to that role this time. You know, I thought he was passable in Man of Steel, and I think he's just not a very good actor after watching this movie. Um but these, these heroes, you know, we learn about them when we're really young, you know. And we play with the action figures. We watch the cartoons. We watch the other movies or past iterations of them. We read the, the comics. And they give us something to aspire to. And the fact that after watching this movie, not only should kids not see this movie, but if a kid came out of this movie saying, oh, man, I want to be just like Superman or I want to be just like Batman, lock that fucking kid up and throw him in juvie. You know, like that (laughs) is a fucked up way of thinking. And, um, you know, I I know this isn't a popular opinion because everyone's like, Batman should be dark. He should be badass. But I think Batman films and Superman films should tonally be – uh, you know, maybe the same playing field is like a Star Wars movie. They should be approachable by all ages. Someone yeah. ninety down to nine should be able to enjoy these movies and make you feel something. And I yeah. felt absolutely nothing at the end of this movie. You know. Yeah. So. The, yeah, uh, man. I'm so sorry, we'll, my we'll soapbox s- is like
1: just. <laughs> 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 we had to let it all out. It's all good. It's all good. But I'm, I'm glad we got a chance to talk about the film, and you know we. You know, we as friends, dude. Like, you know, movies are what brings us together too, as well. And you know, we did the Star Wars review on our podcast, and that was very enjoyable. Actually, that's coming out on DVD pretty soon. Oh yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. Um, yeah, man. So, I guess closing thoughts. um, Maybe do you want to do like a rating on it, or should we? Um, Just. uh... Sure. Yeah. Closing thoughts, and then a a rating out of five, I guess. Okay. Um, So, I guess for me. Yeah, the, the movie was, yeah I based off the critics, I, I might have to agree with them. Uh, you know, it was a little a little sloppy on the editing and, and the pacing. And um, I, I wanted more motivation from those characters. Um, and I'm just curious to see what they're going to do in the next coming films. And hopefully that um, will redeem itself in some way or form. But yeah, man, I, I enjoyed it. Like... As watching the film all the way through, I know it was a slow burn, but, um, you know, I, I enjoyed the last half of it as far as the the parts in between I wasn't really fond of. Um, kind of curious to see. I, I know second viewing, I don't know if I'm going to watch it again, uh, but I would like to get a second viewing just to see uh, if there's anything else I missed or if there, if my opinion will change at all. But um, I guess out of five, I would go. I would go three out of five. That was pretty, just pretty average movie. Wow, you are generous, sir.
0: Um, <laughs> generous.
1: <laughs> my closing thoughts on this
0: movie: the wait, the three-year wait for this movie um, was a lot like getting a blowjob from a novice blowjob giver. Um, you know, they announced this movie. And it's like you know, it's like when somebody's like, "I'm gonna suck your dick," and you're like, "Oh my god, my oh my sucked. god, my dick sucked." And then, and then you know, set pictures started leaking, and you're like, "Oh yeah, that feels good. That feels good." And then, trailers started to drop, and you're like, "Oh, you're just doing that weird tongue thing over and over and over, and this really isn't going anywhere, <laughs> is it? This is just kind of, uh, gosh, you know, um, hmm, okay, well." <laughs> I'm not even that hard anymore, um, and you you want to ask her to stop, but you don't want to embarrass her, and it's just and you know it's just not going to happen. And now now you just got to come because not because you want to, but because it's you know you have to, and so you kind of <laughs> just kind of jerk yourself off a little bit, and and you you fucking come, but it wasn't an enjoyable experience, and now your dick's chafed. That was that was the three year wait. Up to leaving the theater for me, um, it wasn't an enjoyable process. I wasn't really enjoying it while you know the hype was happening, and and I walked out with my dick chafed. So I would give this movie a one out of five, um, Man, maybe right. a two, but no one. <laughs> would you Would you go see it again? Absolutely the theater, not. I would not pay money no. to see this again. I I'll get the Blu Ray or whatever because I want to see what a three-hour cut contains, but I will never, ever sit through this again in a theater. And I hope people don't. I hope the monetary drop-off at the box office is enough for WB to really look closely at Zack Snyder and go, maybe we don't want to be in business with this guy.
1: Yeah. Do do they have the... I don't know too much about the politics of uh, filmmaking and directors and such, but I mean, I don't know if you know anything about this, but I mean, do they have the ability to, to say, you know, hey, Zack Snyder's not doing this, this film? Or do they have the ability to... Absolutely. ...push another direction and push another director onto these other films? Oh, yeah. I
0: mean, um, John Schnepp was talking about this on one of uh, their Collider podcasts just recently about how um, um, super, or the death of Superman or Superman you know, lives. what Superman lives. Um, they were three weeks away from shooting. And they they shut it down. They told Tim Burton, we don't like the direction this is going. We're shutting it down. They had costumes made. They had sets being constructed, and they shut it the fuck right down. So That's crazy. You know, I I think they've cashed all their chips in with Justice League, and I think they have to follow through on that. But I don't think Zack Snyder will be serving as a director after that movie. I hope not.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting.
0: I forgot to mention my favorite moment in the theater for
1: this movie. Yeah, yeah.
0: they played the Civil War trailer, and we got to see Spidey <laughs> up on the big screen.
1: I was like, "Now this is what I'm excited for." With with characters we care about. Yes, <laughs> yes. Which I am. That's actually. I'm. That's the next movie I'm really stoked for. Yeah, um, I think it's really exciting to see that. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, I'm gonna segue into our share time because you you mentioned John Schnepp. Um, oh, right on. Okay, so here's my... This is going to be our sex effects share time. Sex effects uh, share
0: time with the sex
1: effects. <laughs> we should have a jingle <laughs> we for that. Should. We, we, we should definitely work on that. Um, fucking... I went to WonderCon this last week. How was it? Did you have a good time? It was great. It was It was my girlfriend Tara's birthday, and um, we decided to... Uh, we, you know, she's never been to, like, a, a WonderCon. She's been to, like, AnimeCon before... Or Anim, uh, Anime Expo, I think that was it. And um, the uh, D23 convention... Um, but nothing like um, WonderCon. So you know, I, I remember we went together in San Francisco. I don't even know when the hell that was, dude. We went was, like, several long, times. Several times, and uh, yeah, it's crazy, man, how big it is now. And uh, yeah, it was in the, the Los Angeles Convention Center this year, not in Anaheim. And um, yeah, it was great, man. I went Friday and Sunday. Saturday was sold out. Crazy enough. Um, Friday was really cool, man. I, I went to uh, Battlestar Galactica. Um, uh, panel which was very interesting with some of the original cast members and noise that that was that was kind of interesting I, I don't know if you've ever uh, you got to check out the um not i mean you can watch the original series but the the remade series they did a couple years ago i hear good things uh, yeah it's very good and it was great to hear from um these guys cuz uh, you know with usually with panels especially like comic con you know it's like it's kind of like, you know, a fan service, you know, they, they show up and they kind of talk a little bit, but it was really cool. Cause I mean, with that Battlestar, um, Galactica panel, they had, um, you know, they're, they're on the edge of, uh, rebooting this franchise, especially with the re you know, again, the, the recent success of star Wars being reintroduced to us and, and, um, you know, it's, they asked a lot of the, 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 um. Um, the audience to, you know, for their questions, what would you like to see in, in, uh, you know, next Battlestar installment? Would you like to see some of the original cat, you know, cast members? Um, Would you like to see a show? And, and, you know, it was kind of cool to get that open forum. And I love that about like panels, you know, it's like having, having the audience members kind of say what they, you know, what they want and what they want to say and, and, um, reflect on, you know, their franchise that they love and, and dear so much. So, that was pretty cool, man. Um, the show floor, of course, was really great. There was tons of great artists. Um, Artist Alley with a bunch of the comic book artists. Um, I thought always loved that part of it. You know, it's the origin of that. You know, why people were there is comic books, and yeah, and you know, I, I love seeing you know the you know all the different artists drawing at their tables, and and um, you get to see their work and everything. So I thought that was really great. Um, yeah, man, it was just a good time. And uh, Sunday, I went to go. Uh, I only spent like a couple hours there, but I went to do the, uh, um, Legends of Tomorrow DC presents Legends of Tomorrow panel, Nice, which was kind of tight because, uh, it's like, it's kind of strange, like seeing like the, uh, the actors up there on the stage. It's like, Oh God, they're like actually there. <laughs> and, and it's cool. Cause they get to reflect on, you know, how they got into those characters and, you know, um, what is, you know, the future of the, of their series and, you know, they're going to be doing season two. And then right after that, I actually stayed in the same auditorium to watch um, the animated Young Justice versus the Justice League, which was like a 50, I think it was like an hour long film, but it was, it was great. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I thoroughly enjoyed the, I always love the DC animated stuff that they do. Oh yeah. Um, Especially they dropped a lot of stuff on Netflix just recently. I saw Um, that. I've been watching uh, Justice League Unlimited and... Yeah, limited. I started watching. Is uh, it Flashpoint? Um, okay, yeah. The, that was that's kind of interesting. Uh, it's like the whole where Flash time travels and then he goes into this like universe where Bruce Wayne is dead and Batman is the one who or um, Thomas Bruce Wayne is dead. Thomas Wayne is the one who takes up the uh, the cape. And isn't and Martha the Joker? Yeah, dude. It's, yeah. It's, it's it's really crazy and wacky and um, but that's that's great. They can tell those stories and to see it in an animated form is. I find more entertainment out of these animated films that I found out of Batman v Superman, I would say. Oh, yeah. And and you watching the Young Justice versus the Justice League, um, I, I won't get into, like, the plot or anything, but it had that equal amount of, you know, humor and then those darker themes that they were trying to go for, and that's why I thoroughly enjoyed it. And that's why I like some of the stuff with the Justice League animated series, and, and you know, that's, like, what I hope for that they're going to do with the films. You know what I mean? So... Um, and, you know, obviously down the line, depending on the success of those films, you know, they can do some of those other, um, you know, Young Justice or some of those other character arcs from there. So, yeah, dude, WonderCon was great. But you mentioned John Schnepp. I actually, I didn't get a chance to see their panel on Saturday because it was sold out. But I actually met John Schnepp. Oh, nice. On the on the show floor on, uh, I think it was on Friday. I met him on Friday. And um, he was just kind of hanging around. He was just talking to a couple of people. And I... uh I uh, I saw him in the corner of my eye and I was like I was I went up to him and I was like Hey man you know I watch your I watch Collider Heroes you know I, I've been following your your um, um uh, your 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 YouTube series and everything and you know I watched a little bit of Metalocalypse too and he he directed a, little, a couple episodes of that and nice and uh, yeah dude it was really cool just to talk with him and you know he's he addresses everyone as sweaties right on yeah. On and so it was cool to see, you know, a guy, you know, he's, he's dedicated to, uh, to um, the, the comic book uh, culture and, and, uh, you know, a true sweaty by nature. <laughs> and it was cool just to talk with him for a little bit and just, you know, just say, you know, hey, I enjoy the show and everything. And, um, and just glad I, you know, it's just cool to just, to you know, meet some of those bloggers and some of those people that have their opinions and, what's funny is I think John Schnepp had a pretty close opinion to what we were going for as far as Batman V Superman. And, uh, I actually asked him, I was like, Hey, do you guys have your spoilers? Re- Cause they do like spoilers reviews for movies. And I was like, Oh, did you guys post your spoilers review? And they, he said they posted it that day. And then I was like, Oh, I can't wait to, to go see, you know, watch it and see what your true opinion of the Batman V Superman movie is. And he's like, Oh, it's going to be brutal. <laughs> so, uh, so Yeah. WonderCon was great, man. A lot of cosplayers and stuff, and awesome. it was uh, it was interesting to, to, to go there. Now it's in you know like Los Angeles, and um, cool to see some you know some interesting artists. And um, yeah, man, it was, it was a lot of fun, and freaking love to do it again next year. And um, what what I found strange is I think it moved from Anaheim to LA, but I think they're gonna have it in Anaheim next year. Oh so. wow. Yeah, so I don't know if, if it was, like, a scheduling thing or, you know, if they couldn't book the venue or whatnot. Um, I feel like the LA Convention Center is bigger, I think, in comparison. But, um, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Very easy, too, to to get there, man. We just uh, parked in their structure and got our badges very quickly. And it was some cool stuff. They had, like – have you heard of Loot Crate at all, man? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they had, like, a Loot Crate booth. So they had, like um, – Uh, specific, I guess, a loot crate box for for WonderCon itself. So they had like a little special for that. And then I actually picked up something myself. They had a Disney Music Emporium uh, section, and it was just all Disney Disney films on vinyl, all their soundtracks on vinyl. Oh, cool. Yeah, dude. So I picked up this freaking uh, The Force Awakens uh, two-disc vinyl set Oh wow! Uh, it's super badass, dude. It has like uh, on one disc, it's like Kylo Ren's face. I think it's the images they use for the posters. Okay. Uh, where they have like the lightsaber kind of on the yeah, left yeah. side. Yeah. So it was uh, Kylo Ren on one side, and then um, Han Solo on the other, and then on the second disc, it's uh, Finn and Rey on the uh, both sides. So can't wait to bust it out. It's you know all the John Williams score and. I'm I'm an avid collector of vinyls, and I thought that was pretty interesting to have. Um, you know, I, I don't really have too many soundtracks in my vinyl collection, and I thought, you know, I always loved the Star Wars, you know, themes and and the music to go along with it. So, I thought that was a, a good takeaway as far as trying to find something to to bring home from WonderCon. Very cool. Yeah, dude. So, that, yeah, that's my share time. Had a good time at WonderCon. Met some people. Um, of course, uh, instilling more of the sweatiness. Of uh, being a, a geek out there, <laughs> and uh, yeah, man. And I saw some cool cosplayers, man. There's some cool shit. Like uh, Always, a couple yeah. guys, a couple guys dressed as like the bat, the bat suit. You know, with the whole like armor and stuff from Batman v Superman. Which I, I don't know how these guys just do it and like just make these costumes. I'm sure they spend like a freaking year Thousands just trying to make of all this dollars. shit. <laughs> oh yeah, man. So, but it's cool. It's cool to see that that culture. The the you know the growing culture of, of comic book you know entertainment and, and art and, and then see some independent artists too along the way who are, are just you know starting off and trying to get their their art out there so I thought that was really cool and then um, yeah man freaking so much fun man had a good weekend good uh, what's your what's your share for this
0: week dude um well sadly did not get to go to um WonderCon next year for show um you know at- but I did, since I was home, I went home for Easter since I was around, um, and Joe's of Westlake reopened. They're now original Joe's of Westlake. Oh, what? But, man, is it gorgeous inside, and the food is just
1: as good. Um, had a Hell had yeah. A I, th- Joe's th- I thought they were closing that place down, dude. What's up? I thought they were closing that place down for good. Um, well, so it was Joe's of
0: Westlake— but original joe's you can find them in san francisco san jose um, Yeah. i guess the owner of original joe's and the owner of joe's of westlake it's very confusing um, started the business together and then they went their separate ways so the family of original joe's bought it from the family of joe's of westlake gotcha so it's it's pretty comparable it's you know it's a little pricier but um, you know the food is Fairly, fairly the same. So it was delicious. And a big shout-out to Original Joe's Wesley. Like it was two-hour-and-a-half wait, um, but it was well worth wow. it. Well <laughs> worth it. Got pretty pretty sloshy in the bar waiting for uh, for the table. Um, and then also, real quick, um, yeah. if you haven't listened to um, Mark Maron's What the Fuck podcast, He did an interview with uh, legendary director William Friedkin. William Friedkin directed the films such as The Exorcist, French Connection, Sorcerer. And it's a a two-and-a-half-hour interview, and it's the best. It's probably my favorite episode of of What the Fuck. And they have a ton of great episodes, so that's saying a lot. Um, And then I watched uh, Friedkin's last movie, 2011's Killer Joe, starring Matthew McConaughey. Um, okay. And it was basically Bad Lieutenant with Matthew McConaughey. So I love it. <laughs> I, um, I really like this this movie, and I would encourage anyone to uh, to check it out if you're into that sort of weird, over the top, kind of violent, disturbing kind of thing. So <laughs> not in, cool. not in like a Batman
1: v Superman kind of way, more like in a <laughs> oh this is really interesting kind of way. So. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's awesome. And then how was your Easter, man? How was your family and everything? It was nice,
0: man. It was good. Um, it was good to see everyone. Um, yeah, you know, it was Easter. I don't know.
1: <laughs> did your Did your mom make some cracker brittle for, she for the did. night? She did.
0: She did. So that was. Oh man, that was good. And her pasta, we got leftovers. So <laughs> all good things. Awesome,
1: dude. That's awesome. I'm glad you had a good weekend. Yeah, and,
0: uh, I'm you glad know, you did too. I'm, I'm. Next Next year for sure, WonderCon.
1: Yeah, man. And, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's, it's, it was very surreal, like seeing, you know, how big the comic books and and all that has come. And, um, you know, it's, it's great to, to finally, you know, sit down and, and reflect on it and, and just think about the weekend and everything. Maybe I'll put, put this, uh, Force Awakens vinyl on after this and listen to that for a little bit. Nice. Um, but, yeah, I'm super stoked, actually. Uh, I'm getting excited to see Star Wars again. Um, pick it up on Blu-ray and, and check that out and yeah. get another viewing. Chris, um, Christine's
0: making me um, get it digitally. She's like, we've got to start buying movies digitally. It's the future. <laughs> so we're going to pick I, it up April 1st when it comes out on iTunes.
1: Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that's 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 very interesting. I, I, I can't wait just to see... Uh, uh, I'm sure they'll have some more like behind the scene reels and stuff. So it'd be cool to see. I always love that stuff with with movies and yeah, me too. I, I, I know they're probably going to put stuff like that because it's it was such a big, uh, big, big movie as far as uh, pulling those practical effects back in and those sets. And you know, I love that process. And um, it's gonna be really cool to see it again. You know, especially after I, I know it's like we had this whole like Star Wars month. You know, seeing it and it's just like everything Star Wars. And, you know, i never get tired of it, um, but it, it was nice to step away from that world for a little bit and then kind of come back to it again, you know, with this release. So, um, but yeah, man, freaking great podcast. I'm glad we got to talk about Batman v Superman. So am I. I'm sure, I'm sure in the future we'll have more um, more uh, kind of movie uh, spoiler reviews and just kind of our thoughts on things. I'm sure Civil War will probably do one for Civil War. Oh, i love that. That'd be great. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be probably be our next one. And then, uh, yeah, for I guess for next week, we'll have a top five for you guys to uh, reflect on. I kind of want to do a redemption round, dude, on the last one we did. Um, I was going to say I wanted to add for we did last time. We did, uh, what was it, top five opening scenes. Yeah. And I don't know why this didn't pop in my head uh, or I didn't put it on my list, but it popped in my head a little bit later. I'm going to redeem this. Um, I might have to push one of my mine off the list, but I wanted to add... Uh, Wayne's World, Oh, the opening shit. scene of Wayne's World, dude, yeah I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody Queen, uh, it gives you a kind of a, a gist of, you know the char- the characters already, and man, I mean, it's like, you know and, and of course, like, uh, Wayne and, and Garth, you know, breaking the fourth wall and like, establishing, you know, talking to the audience and everything, and and then that the whole scene where they're, you know, they're driving the car, picking up their buddies, if you, you need to spew,
0: spew into this <laughs>
1: I this and then either they stop off and look at the guitar and he's like, Oh my God, she will be mine. Oh yes. Oh my God. Live in the now. Live in the now. So I feel like maybe in the future episodes we can do like some redemption rounds. I like um, it. I like it. And go back maybe add some or take some from our list. And, and I just thought that was one I really wanted to get off my back and, and, and kind of add to my list. So, uh, yeah, man, we'll, we'll do more of those in the future. And, um, yeah, man. Excited, excited for the for the next cast. Excellent. <laughs> me as
0: well, sir. Uh, where can we find more of your work? On the tubes, known as the internet. Uh,
1: <laughs> on the internet. Uh, man, you can find me at, uh, uh, for Instagram, be at Day Music. And then you can find me on my website to listen to some music at, uh, let's see, shondaymusic.net. And then I also have a writing production group that I'm I'm in right now called The Sonic Writers. Uh, it's with my buddy, Matty. Um, and we, we, uh, we're just writing music together and um, trying to kind of use this uh, opportunity to pitch some music to uh, for some song placements and like films and stuff. So uh, you can find us on there. I think it's soundcloud.com slash the writers Excellent. And uh, yeah. And Joe, where can we find you these days? You can't. <laughs> you are the... Uh, the ghost. I'm a as fuck, man. <laughs> it's good, man. I think that's a good decision you've made there. Thank you. <laughs> All the, right. The internet can be bloated with a lot of shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, folks, I have been Joey Parati. And I have been Sean Day. <laughs> and we have been the Sex Effects. And this was our review of Batman v Superman, Dawn of Jism. Until next time, thanks Thanks for for listening. listening. Happy listening. listening. Happy listening. Happy listening to all. That's a new one. That is so new. (laughs) So unprepared. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers.